Story Nine of Strictly Business. More Stories of the Four Million by O. Henry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Warren Cotty, Gurney, Illinois. Story Nine: The Call of the Tame. When the inauguration was accomplished, the proceedings were made smooth by the presence of the Rough Riders it is well known that a herd of those competent and loyal ex-warriors paid a visit to the big city the newspaper reporters dug out of their trunks the old broad-brimmed hats and leather belts that they wear to north beach fish fries and mixed with the visitors no damage was done beyond the employment of the wonderful plural tenderfeet in each of the scribes stories the westerners mildly contemplated the skyscrapers as high as the third story yawned at broadway hunched down in the big chairs in hotel corridors and altogether looked as bored and dejected as a member of ye ancient and honorable artillery separated during a sham battle from his valet out of the sightseeing delegations of good king teddy's gentlemen of the royal bear hounds dropped one greenbrier nye of pinfeather arizona the daily cyclone of sixth avenue's rush hour swept him away from the company of his partners true the dust from a thousand rustling skirts filled his eyes the mighty roar of trains rushing across the sky deafened him the lightning flash of twice ten hundred beaming eyes confused his vision the storm was so sudden and tremendous that greenbrier's first impulse was to lie down and grab a root and then he remembered that the disturbance was human and not elemental and he backed out of it with a grin into a doorway the reporters had written that but for the wide-brimmed hats the west was not visible upon these gauchos of the north heaven sharpened their eyes the suit of black diagonal wrinkled in impossible places the bright blue four-in-hand factory tied the low turned-down collar pattern of the days of seymour and blair white glazed as the letters on the window of the open day and night except sunday restaurants the outcurve at the knees from the saddle grip the peculiar spread of the half-closed right thumb and fingers from the stiff hold upon the circling lasso the deeply absorbed weather tan that the hottest sun of cape may can never equal the seldom winking blue eyes that unconsciously divided the rushing crowds into fours as though they were being counted out of a corral the segregated loneliness and solemnity of expression as of an emperor or of one whose horizons have not intruded upon him nearer than a day's ride these brands of the west were set upon greenbrier nye oh yes he wore a broad-brimmed hat gentle reader just like those the madison square post office mail carriers wear when they go up to bronx park on sunday afternoons suddenly greenbrier nye jumped into the drifting herd of metropolitan cattle seized upon a man dragged him out of the stream and gave him a buffet upon his collarbone 
that sent him reeling against a wall the victim recovered his hat with the angry look of a new yorker who has suffered an outrage and intends to write to the trib about it but he looked at his assailant and knew that the blow was in consideration of love and affection after the manner of the west which greets its friends with contumely and uproar and pounding fists and receives its enemies in decorum and order such as the judicious placing of the welcoming bullet demands god in the mountains cried greenbrier holding fast to the foreleg of his call can this be longhorn merit the other man was oh look on broadway any day for the pattern business man latest rolled brim derby good barber business digestion and tailor greenbrier nigh he exclaimed grasping the hand that had smitten him my dear fellow so glad to see you how did you come to oh to be sure the inaugural ceremonies i remember you joined the rough riders you must come and have luncheon with me of course greenbrier pinned him sadly but firmly to the wall with a hand the size shape and color of a mcclellan saddle Wangi, he said in a melancholy voice that disturbed traffic what have they been doing to you you act just like a citizen they done made you into an inmate of the city directory you never made no such johnny brant's execration of yourself as that out on the gila come and have lunching with me you never defined grub by any such terms of reproach in them days i've been living in new york seven years said merritt it's been eight since we punched cows together in old man garcia's outfit well let's go to a cafe anyhow it sounds good to hear it called grub again they picked their way through the crowd to a hotel and drifted as by a natural law to the bar speak up invited greenbrier a dry martini said merritt oh lord cried greenbrier and yet me and you once saw the same pink gila monsters crawling up the walls of the same hotel in canyon diablo a dry but let that pass whiskey straight and they're on you merritt smiled and paid they lunched in a small extension of the dining-room that connected with the cafe merritt dexterously diverted his french choice that hovered over ham and eggs to a puree of celery a salmon cutlet a partridge pie and a desirable salad on the day said greenbrier grieved and thunderous when i can't hold but one drink before eating when i meet a friend i ain't seen in eight years at a two-by-four table in a thirty-cent town at one o'clock on the third day of the week i want nine broncos to kick me forty times over a six hundred and forty-acre section of land get them statistics right old man laughed merritt waiter bring an absinthe frappe and what's yours greenbrier whiskey straight mourned nye out of the neck of a bottle you used to take it longy straight out of the neck of a bottle on a galloping pony arizona red-eye not this ab no oh, what's the use they're on you merritt slipped the wine card under his glass 
all right i suppose you think i'm spoiled by the city i'm as good a westerner as you are greenbrier but somehow i can't make up my mind to go back out there new york is comfortable comfortable i make a good living and i live it no more wet blankets and riding herd in snowstorms and bacon and cold coffee and blowouts once in six months for me i reckon i'll hang out here in the future we'll take in the theatre to-night greenbrier and after that we'll dine at i'll tell you what you are merritt said greenbrier laying one elbow in his salad and the other in his butter you are a concentrated effete unconditional short-sleeve gotch-eared miss sally walker god made you perpendicular and suitable to ride straddle and use cuss words in the original wherefore you have suffered his handiwork to elapse by removing yourself to new york and putting on little shoes tied with strings and making faces when you talk i've seen you rope and tie a steer in forty-two and a half if you was to see one now you'd write to the police commissioner about it and these flapdoodle drinks that you inoculate your system with these little essences of cowslip with acorns in em and paragoric flip they ain't anyways in a scent with the cordiality of manhood i hate to see you this way well mr greenbrier said merritt with apology in his tone in a way you are right sometimes i do feel like i was being raised on the bottle but i tell you new york is comfortable comfortable there's something about it the sights and the crowds and the way it changes every day and the very air of it that seems to tie a one-mile-long stake rope around a man's neck with the other end fastened somewhere about thirty-fourth street i don't know what it is god knows said greenbrier sadly and i know the east has gobbled you up you was venison and now you're veal you put me in mind of a japonica in a window you've been signed sealed and diskivered requisquat in hoc signo you make me thirsty a green chartreuse here said merritt to the waiter whiskey straight sighed greenbrier and they're on you you renegade of the round-ups guilty with an application for mercy said merritt you don't know how it is greenbrier it's so comfortable here that please loan me your smelling salts pleaded greenbrier if i hadn't seen you once bluff three bluffers from matsitsal city with an empty gun in phoenix greenbrier's voice died away in poor grief cigars he called harshly to the waiter to hide his emotion a pack of turkish cigarettes for mine said merritt they're on you chanted greenbrier struggling to conceal his contempt at seven they dined in the where to dine well column that evening a galaxy had assembled there bright shone the lights o'er fair women and br let it go anyhow brave men the orchestra played charmingly hardly had a tip from a diner been placed in its hands by a waiter when it would burst forth into soniferousness the more beer you contributed to it the more meyer beer it gave you which is reciprocity merritt put forth exertions on the dinner greenbrier was his old friend 
and he liked him he persuaded him to drink a cocktail i take the whorehound tea said greenbrier for old times sake but i prefer whiskey straight they're on you right said merritt now run your eye down that bill of fare and see if it seems to hitch on any of these items lay me on my lava bed said greenbrier with bulging eyes all these specimens of nutriment in the grub wagon what's this horse with the heaves i pass but look along here's truck for twenty roundups all spelled out in different directions wait till i see the viands ordered merritt turned to the wine list this medoc isn't bad he suggested you're the doc said greenbrier i'd rather have whiskey straight it's on you greenbrier looked around the room the waiter brought things and took dishes away he was observing he saw a new york restaurant crowd enjoying itself how was the range when you left the gila asked merritt fine said greenbrier you see that lady in the red speckled silk at that table well she could warm over her beans at my campfire yes the range was good she looks as nice as a white mustang i see once on black river when the coffee came greenbrier put one foot on the seat of the chair next to him you said it was a comfortable town longy he said meditatively yes it's a comfortable town it's different from the plains in the blue norther what did you call that mess in the crock with the handle longy oh yes squabs in a cash roll they're worth the roll that white mustang had just such a way of turning his head and shaking his mane look at her longy if i thought i could sell out my ranch at a fair price i believe i'd garçon he suddenly cried in a voice that paralyzed every knife and fork in the restaurant the waiter dived toward the table two more of them cocktail drinks ordered greenbrier merritt looked at him and smiled significantly they're on me said greenbrier blowing a puff of smoke to the ceiling End of story nine the call of the tame